do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's another day here at Wake Up With KC. And let me ask you something. Have you ever noticed when you're going about your day, you see numbers? Well, what if there's a connection to you and numbers? Today, I have a very special guest joining us today, Lloyd Strayhorn, joining us, who is an astro numerologist, to explain how we are connected with numbers. Lloyd, thank you so much for joining us today. Casey, thank you, thank you. You know I'm excited. I, I love the scene. I love water. I love your introduction. You got to show me how you do that later. But anyway, thank you for having me on. I will. I'll be more than happy. This is my creativity that I love doing. So thank you. Mm -hmm. And I have, you have a couple books out. Yes. Uh, and some courses. So yes, you have a, a several books about you and numbers, mm -hmm. um, guide to everyday life, um, mm -hmm. in with relationships, mm -hmm. and then how to read a person like a book. Yes. That's my online course. Ah, it's called I'm, Learn I'm, I'm from curious Lloyd. about that. Yes, because it's Learn from Lloyd, How to Read a Person Like a Book. And uh, I have been doing this, it seems like forever. I've written a total of six books, but four of them are now available on Amazon. That's awesome. And I think I put in the description for our audience that they could go to to mm -hmm. go check it out and be able to purchase not only your books, but go to your website to you do sessions to help you do. It's like coaching, like what I do, but I do it on stream, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. podcast. and you know, like you, I've now I'm very new. I do have a show on stream myself every Monday and Wednesday, etc. But anyway, I am so, so happy to be a part of your segment today. Ah, uh, it's a, an honor and a pleasure. And I love talking to beings like you that have this gift that's wisdom, knowledge, and experience. And you turn it into, a, in a way to help us. And I love that about you. And I know someone that I recently had a conversation with that I actually got to interview and he spoke such highly of your gifts, your talents and how he learned from you, King Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a small world, honestly. And, you know, I, I never understood why can't people be nicer to each other? We we accept the various colors of uh, flowers and dogs and birds and cats and when it comes to human beings we just seem to not be there's a disconnect i don't get it and yet we're all human and all of us are special 
And the way I explain about it, if you understand the biological process of how we all got here, after millions and millions of sperm, after went to one little egg, okay? And you and I, and millions and billions of people around this world is as a result of that joining of one, millions of eggs, sperms meeting one egg and we came out. So to me, my opinion is all of us are very special. It's what we do or don't do with our specialness. And that's been my philosophy. So people will sometimes say, well, you know, you're always talking, you know, positive, you know, ain't there something negative? We all got drawbacks, okay? You know, unless we start walking on water, we all got drawbacks. So, but my thing is to point out the best in people so they can be the best that they can be in this existence. Cause we only have one go around, that's it. Well, would it be safe to say that, you know, from my understanding, because I've become a history geek and it was part of my, like, if you want to call it spiritual awakening, I was at a point in my life because I was in an abusive, you know, my second abusive marriage, mm -hmm. you know, dealing mm -hmm. with emotional abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse. Mm -hmm. And I just mm -hmm. got to the point, I was like, something's not right if this is all there is to life, then just take me out. Yeah, yeah, understood, understood. However, if the grass is greener on the other side and there is more to life, then show me. And that's when my journey, like, it, it just, like, something shifted. And within a few days, Dr. Joe Vitelli showed up in my life. Really? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the one thing he... I'll never forget. And I, I apply it in my life is ask a question, question everything. That's so a more I, intelligence to me. Well, it's like, and then I realized, you know, there's limited beliefs, there's mental programmings, there's even emotional energetic traumas. And then I'm like seeing in like my third eye, my mind's eye, mm -hmm. this movie playing about, how we were originated and created and then the time periods and the eras and i'm like wow we're repeating history just different time period and how do we fix that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah well you know what's interesting when you said you have love history there's a technique in numerology called your destiny number or life path or birth path uh, one day I was doing this interview and they, this evangelist uh, T.D. Jakes called in and he had wrote us a book called Destiny at that time. And I explained to him that we all have a destiny. How is that destiny determined? Simple. You take the month, the day and the year you were born. So when I took the month, the day and the year you were born, it added to 26 and two plus six is eight. Now, eight is associated with history, wisdom knowledge it is also the number that is misunderstood so symbolically to me you would be in the eighth grade in the school of life totally i'm totally like the schools we go to okay and it means that there will be times when you look to the heavens for divine justice because people down here sometimes just don't get it okay no <laughs> then not only that you're born under the master number 11 because in numerology they're the two basic when I got into this, there were basically two master numbers, which is 11 and 22. Now there's 11, 22, and 33. Now in my second online course, How to uh, Learn from Lloyd, The Next Step in Numerology, 
I did the master numbers from 11 all the way to 99. But traditionally, the 11 indicates a person who has vision. The fact that is, so you're not just a two. And by the way, to give a background with numerology, which is what got me hooked, it was very simple. You know, if you got two or more numbers, you keep reducing it till you got one standing. So if you say 11, one plus one is two. So, so people understand up to the point. So if I'm born on the 16th, one plus six is seven. Now what confuses people at times until they understand, I'll say, well, a person born on the 28th, they'll say, well, two plus eight is 10. They are absolutely correct. But in numerology, there's a technique called the FADIC system, F-A-D-I-C, which means as long as you got two numbers standing, you got to keep adding, adding to you got only one number standing. So thus, two plus eight is 10, one plus zero is one. So 28 and 29, those birthdays tend to throw people off. But in your case, you're born under master number 11, which is composed of two ones. So of the two series, which is the second, then the eleven then the 20th, then the 29th, you see three out of four of them have the two as part of their number. The master number 11, your number, my dear, only has two ones, and the one is ruled by the sun. The ones are fire numbers. So it means persons who, who are really ahead of their time. It means those are the kind of people, if in a lecture or in a, in a discussion, they can actually see things in their mind's eye. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you will always be visionary. So it simply means the price you pay sometimes is you kind of a little ahead of the curve, okay? So they will hear what you're saying, but comprehending it in that moment may not manifest until they go up the road like, say, you know, that's what Casey was talking about, okay? <laughs> yeah, I should have listened to her in the first place, but by that time, it might be too late. So that <laughs> is that is one of the beauties of the master number 11. 11 is also assigned to the zodiac sign of Leo. So your birth number may attract Leos in your life or Aquarians in your life, like myself and King Simon. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Little things like that, but you'll be way ahead of the curve and you are going to have a great, great year next year. You would be my new best friend. Trust me. In fact, you're going to do it. It's not only going to be 2022, it's going to be 2023 too. So the next two years and, and see the beauty of numbers, they're all cyclical, right? So it tells me you're going to do well, like you did in the fall of 2003, in the 2004, 2005, then in the fall of 2011, in the 20, no, excuse me, 2012, in the 2013 and 2014, you did well in those years too. Now is coming back around. What's the difference? Older, wiser, more experienced, more seasoned. So that's why they say youth and wisdom don't go together, my dear. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. But let me ask you something. Even though I was born 9-11-1968, but then the years change. So the numbers change too. Like right now it's 9-11-2021. So 9-11 right. is 20 with the two. Then you got 2021, which is four and one. Then it's five. So you get two and five together, which ends with seven. If that person was born on September the 11th of 2021, in your case, you're born on September the 11th, but in a different year. So every year things change. So when there was the disaster of the 2011 in 2001, that was the period of the five because 
2 plus 11 plus 2001 would add up to a 5. And it was a cycle of change, things of that nature. So you were born in a different time. So your destiny is different. But I love your destiny because it's very philosophical. You're very honest. You're, and you know what's interesting with eight destinies such as yourself, people will misinterpret you as being cold or different or lacking in feelings and affections when the opposite is the, just the case. Because eight destinies are warm, they're loyal, they're faithful, they're dependable. And when you feel you're right and God is on your side, young lady, you're not budging. Sorry, okay? <laughs> and I had to learn that <laughs> because of all, you know, in my upbringing, you know, in in the Southern Baptist religion, mm -hmm. it was even those that they were telling me it didn't sit right with me. It didn't mm -hmm. feel right with me. And I always question it. But then when I question it, I would get shut down. That's interesting. And I was like, well, you can't answer my question. And I'm I'm being honest. I'm asking this question. Why can't you answer it? Because and a lot of times you got to understand you're a master number, which means you ask questions that sometimes goes beyond most people's comprehension in the moment. Now at this point, they will probably acknowledge that, yes, you know, as a young girl, you were doing this, they just didn't get it, okay? Right. So people who are blessed with you with that master number will always be slightly ahead of the curve. It's, you know, it's, it's God chose you to have that kind of vision, so to speak. And speaking of that, a lot of people think that what I do goes against the laws of God. I have I have an aunt in uh, Virginia, right? So when she sees me, Casey, she says like that, like, dun, 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 dun. but I explained that religion is a belief where what I do, astrology, numerology, are sciences. They're ancient sciences at that. So, and, and so I find it interesting. So if you look at, in Ireland, there's the Protestants and the Catholics at war. In India, there's the Muslims and the Hindus. Then there were the Crusades and whatnot. But almost every great religious tenant, regardless of what segment of the religion it is, have a basic commandment, thou shalt, thou shalt not kill. So I tell people to name me a war fought since humans have walked this earth, since the start of, Cain, of, of Adam and Eve in, in the garden, to name me a war fought in the name of the zodiac sign of Virgo. They can't name me one. Name your war that's fought in the name of the number 11. They can't name me one. Name your war fought in the number in the sign of Aquarius. They can't name me one. So at least what I do don't take a life, if that makes sense. Yes. And since you brought that up, my question is, oh, you all are practicing this religion but it says in this commandment, thou shalt not kill. But you yes. are saying that you're killing in the name of God? Yes, but God this doesn't is what I'm add saying. up. That's exactly my dear. And that's why I went west because I was actually going to be a minister. And then, but like, why all of this? And, and so, if, especially the tenets. And so I know in the Bible, thou shalt not kill, but I'm sure in all the great religious bodies, there's something closely related to that. Thou shalt not take a life, okay? Thou shalt honor living or whatever the case is. But yet many of the things we do are, are especially going to war over religion, that my God is better than your God. But no matter what part of the world you come from, every part of the society 
has something that they look to that's higher. So they might call it God. They might call it Jehovah. They might call it Allah. The basic thing is the same tenet that man believes in something higher than themselves. So why can't, so I don't get it. I don't get it. So I'm okay. doing what I'm doing. It doesn't kill yes. anybody. And here I can give you some insight based on, well, I'm getting hit. Woo! <laughs> Whoa! It's like when I'm getting and feeling presence of beings around me, it's like somebody taking a taser gun to me and just turning up the volume. Mm. So there's like something here that's so highly powerful and loving that's with us right now. And I was about to tell you when I got hit was the history of our origins and how we were created, there's a misconception. And that in ancient civilization, Sumerian writings that are in the Far East, mm -hmm. they were the first to create writing, mathematics. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly and right. because they didn't, and I was like, well, how did they talk? How did they communicate? How did they you know, converse with one another. How did that all begin if that was where the, you know, human beings were created? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I like get fascinated when I'm like, because these are the questions I ask. So it, it showed me of how everything started and who was reigning, who became kings, who became lords mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there was gods and goddesses around all parts of the world creating human beings yes i'm telling you i i i just don't you know my attitude is this not only is this the age of aquarius this is also the age of women so when I do lecture sometime, I'll say, okay, when is the last time you heard the phrase a woman's place is in the home? Women haven't heard that in a New York minute, as I call it. <laughs> New York minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> New York, everything is fast paced, fast paced, fast paced, okay? The point is this. My belief is that if women were allowed to run this world for the next 100, 200 years, there would be more daycare centers, not how many bombs can we build. How many health centers, not how many wars we could start or guns we could sell. And so I think if man had to turn itself around and become the bearers of bringing life into the world like a woman does, I think we would be less inclined to want to take a person's life. Okay. The only male that brings forth life is the seahorse. Did you know that? But what happens is the female gets pregnant and then she says, honey, listen, I got these eggs here. You hold them. And then when they're ready, you spit them out. That's the only male species yeah. in the animal kingdom. So that should tell something about the power of women. So what sounds better, mother nature or father nature? The mothership or the fathership? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so it's so. So you women have such an important role and this is your time, dear. I mean, in the Middle East, women are now being allowed to go to the sports games first time. 
they're also now to drive a vehicle. Imagine you and I here in the, in the West, we would take women driving cars like nothing. But, but what happens is women cannot be stopped and women should not apologize for their existence because without you, dear, we wouldn't get here. The last time I checked. Okay? Yeah, hello. Math on this. But then Lloyd, when I went back in history, I went to, I, I discovered something that came to me, the Amber Ambi Code and Laws. There's 283. I actually went through what they were able to decipher, which was written on a stone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's in a museum. But what they were able to decipher and, and translate was mind-blowing. And then I started connecting the dots of, Oh, they they knew about property taxes, wages, how women were treated. And when Amber Rambi became the Lord God in mm -hmm. those times, mm -hmm. there was a goddess named Ninhursag, who is a partaker of helping create human beings. Interesting. Interesting. And she, he got in that, that time period, she, it was like, she was removed, but she was the administrator. She was the peace. She was, you know, doing mm -hmm. all these things. And it wasn't just her. There was, uh, there was 300 to a thousand gods and goddesses. There mm. was females that were actually running and operating and writing and yeah. putting down, writing, journaling, uh, taking notes, taking like a, 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 an executive, administrative executive. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden something changed and then she was removed from her position. And then women were treated more like property. They could be sold. They could be raped. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. the children. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just don't understand it, especially to me, women who are abused physically, psychologically, or emotionally by men. My attitude is, guys, didn't you have a mother? Don't you have a sister? Don't you have a mate or a daughter? Would you want your mother to be treated like that? So so we we men, my at my attitude is, we men have to do a lot of growing up. Now, I, the phrase I hear is women dumbed down to men. No, no, no. Women should always go as high as they can. And hopefully it will elevate us, some of us knuckleheads in here that don't understand the real power and things of women. Now, people would say, like, Lloyd, you know, like, you know, that silly women have their place. Well, so do men. And instead of it being a 70-30, 60-40, it should be a 50-50 relationship. It, you know, it's saying it's nice and even. And, you know, and actually when I tell guys women are stronger than men, I'll get resistance. Well, I can lift this table and she can't. I'm not talking about that kind of strength. I'm talking about the strength. This is why God in his infinite wisdom chose women to bring life into the world, not us guys. Okay. So, so that's my attitude. And, you know, listen, nobody's perfect, male or female. But I'm saying, guys, you got to understand we do not get here without you. And so I try to explain that the mother could have also made the decision that when she was pregnant, that like, I don't think I'm going to let this go full term. 
I think I'm going to terminate this. But the fact that the woman decided to let this life, and men don't realize that this is the closest, a woman is close to death when giving birth. I've had clients whose mothers died giving birth to them. They never knew their mothers. You know, so I'm just saying, guys, get with the program, okay? It's not that serious, really. So anyway, that's that's my well, philosophy. And another thing is that, you know, it, it, there's a limited belief in a mental programming. And it's like, oh, first God, then the man, then the woman underneath. That is a belief in a program that has been going on for centuries. I know. Well, again, women are always low on the totem pole. But listen, you know, I have philosophy because I'm an Aquarius. So I think kind of weird sometimes. Women, uh, man has always come through women. Adam. Eve was born as a result of Adam's ribs. I think Eve got here first, and then Adam got here second. I, I, I can't see any other way. You mean since man has walked this earth, only one man has given life to a female? Out of the zillions of years we've been on this planet. So I have a weird way of how I think, but let me get to the numbers a second. <laughs> but then again, Here's the understanding that I can share with you and I and I've shared in the past with other guests mm -hmm. is emotional energetic traumas too. Because like you said, the woman brings forth life. Yeah. So whatever, if you could go back in history and the timelines when the recession, depression, the wars, like even when I was born, Vietnam was still going on. And whatever the woman is experiencing, feeling, it's creating the energy. So she's in an abusive marriage or abusive relationship, getting abused and, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, verbally. Guess what? The child is experiencing it as well. Yeah. And then it comes into life already programmed, already abused, already experienced. Yeah, all yeah. That. And then what it experiences from then forward just compiles on. And you wonder why we are in the shape we're in. Oh, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm saying that if we can appreciate and respect women and let women run this, this year, let me tell you, if women ran this world again, there would not be no wars. Now, I understand women can get catty with each other, whatever that means. But women are not going to take a, a, a nation of people off the, off the planet of the earth over that my bomb is bigger than your bomb, which has psychological ramifications for me, okay? So that's all I'm saying. And, and maybe I really do, I have undying faith that eventually things will be, but right now it's, it just seems so much confusion. Everybody wanna be mad with each other. Everybody wants to be divisive. Um, I, I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it to save my life. And yet I do understand, but yet I know to people that says, Lloyd, get out of here. You're so naive. How old are you, fella? Yeah, but I'm a human being. And I think if we all relate to each other as human beings, we all come to this earth with certain talents, gifts, skills, and abilities, every single one of us. But it's what we do or don't do, which is what led me down this path of numerology and astrology. Well, it started with astrology first. Because as a young boy, I was very shy and very bashful. 
I'm a grown man. I'm still a little shy and a little bashful, but that's another story for another time. And in my bashfulness, I came across this subject of astrology and I found out that I was an Aquarius and I found out some remarkable things that most of the people in the Hall of Fame, about 80% in the Hall of Fame are Aquarians, but also most of the nutcases are Aquarians too. So I thought that was interesting. So I says, okay, I'm going to take more of the positive side of it too, okay? Then I got to numbers. And so, because I could never understand getting into astrology, why this sign and not understanding that there are numbers. This is why all Geminis aren't the same. All Virgos aren't the same. All Aquarians aren't the same because the numbers modify it. So for example, my mother was a Virgo like you, which I love my mother. She was born on the 26th of August. So she's a Virgo eight person because one plus two, two plus six is eight. Now I have three Virgo children, by the way. One is born September the 5th. One is born September the 15th. One is born September the 17th, which tells me around the month of March, I have to be very careful, okay? No, it's always in January, excuse me, December, January, I have to be careful. So anyway, yeah. the, the <laughs> point is that there are different Virgos and see, it was through numbers that I began to understand that all signs aren't a certain way. So you are a Virgo, which is rules I analyze, but then you are the Virgo who's under the master number 11, which adds vision and foresight and a futuristic approach to things that can see things in their mind's eye that makes you special. So I explained to people, you know, it's interesting last year during the 2020, when they shut down the whole country, right? And everybody had this challenge, like how long can you hold your breath challenge and all this other stuff. So I put a hundred dollar bill up on the screen and I says, okay, this hundred dollar bill is yours. All right. Absolutely free. But there is one caveat. I want you to tell me how you're going to start your day when you get up in the morning and go throughout your normal day and don't use numbers. You can't see what time you got up. You can't make a call. You can't get a call. You can't put gas in your car. You can't do lunch. You can't do dinner. You know, you can't do much of anything. You can't turn on your favorite radio show because it has a frequency that it sends out. You can't watch your favorite TV show because it also sends out a frequency that you have. And all these are numbers. So universally, mathematics is the universal language. And so, and I says, and if you don't believe in numbers, can I please get your paycheck? Now, you know how long I've been willing to get a paycheck? Okay, like uh, forever. And I don't think I'm gonna get one because people are not gonna send those numbers to me. And I explained it, numbers are on many different levels. So when you go to a doctor, they will look at numbers like, what's your blood pressure? What's your cholesterol level? What you, you know what I'm saying? When you mm -hmm. go to a dentist, each tooth is assigned a number. When you go to your accountant, they will tell you whether this, this year you're gonna to have to pay some taxes or hey, congratulations, this year you're gonna get back some money. So no matter what we do, and I just happen to deal with the esoteric side of numbers, but because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Numbers influence us in ways that can't be imagined. And uh, if you talk to a person in the field of sports, how are these guys that watch sports on Saturday and Sunday going to know the score without numbers, without numbers on the jersey, without knowing who's winning or whatever the case is? So numbers are so part and parcel of us, we just take it for granted. They now tell you, please don't give out your social security number. They now have a, a three digit number on the back of your card. 
And I tell guys, I said, suppose you met the most beautiful woman on the planet and you just fell in love and you want to get to know her more and you want her number. She says, well, just call any number. Well, KC, you'll be calling numbers till the cows come home. But if you've got the right set of numbers and you call it in the right order, you get the right person. And that's kind of how numbers work. So when they say that a person's in the wrong place at the wrong time, the way I teach and the way I read my clients, my objective is to get you in the right place at the right time. And if I may use you as an example, for example, born on the 11th of September, it tells me that your key numbers, according to the birthday you gave me, are the two, seven, and five in that order, which means that if I wanted to unlock the safe to your heart to come in, I'd have to come and dial the number two first, the number seven, then the number five, and then I can open up. Other than that, any other arrangement won't do. Now, for other people, that might be their arrangement, but for you, it's the two, seven, and five. So now people say, okay, what does that mean? Does it mean I go for lottery? Does it mean a casino? No. It means that once I'm able to establish your numbers, it then build, is, is the building block to how to time your affairs. What does that mean? That means your best days, each number rules a day. So your best days are Monday and Wednesday, just like me. So we would get along great. I wouldn't pay you no mind. You wouldn't pay me no mind. We'd have a great relationship. So you have one more day than I do. So your numbers are Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. Then you have dates that are very important. And all these dates will add up to a two or a five or a seven, such as the second, the fifth, the seventh of the month, the 11th, the 14th, the 16th of the month, because one plus one is two, one plus four is five, one plus five is six. Then the next set of numbers up would be the 20th, the 23rd, the 25th, because two plus zero is two, two plus three is five, two plus five is seven. Then finally, the 29th of the month. Then that means you have your power months which is always in May, June, July, September, and October. So what I do is I have my clients write them down. And then the beautiful part is because we don't know each other, I says, when you see a month that I has underscored. So it tells me that your mom or dad could have either been born on a date that's a two or a five or a seven, or a daughter that's a two or a five or a seven, or maybe born somewhere between late April into May, May into June, June into July, August into September, and September into October. These are normally the months that will always be important to you. We all have our rhythm. We all have our cycle. We all have our energy. So we get so caught up into, well, you don't do it my way. Well, maybe your cycles are different. Your days are different. And what it means is when I talk about like going out with the girls, bowling, dinner, but I'm talking about when you got to make decisions of consequence life and death decisions, then your best day is always on a Monday first, then a Wednesday, then a Friday. Those are always your days. And all days that in your best power cycles are always now, like on this side of the scale is late April, late August into September, September into October. These are your power months. When you look at when you started KC on, on, on StreamYard, it could have been around uh, April, excuse me, May, June, July, September, and October. When you had your daughter, it could have been May, June, July, September, or October, or conceived her in May, June, July, September, and October. Bought your car in May, June, July, September, and October. Everybody has their time to be. This is why we all don't get up at the same time, go to bed at the same time, 
wear the same clothes, we'd be clones, okay? And mm -hmm. so God in his infinite wisdom, or the most high, because people get a little touchy about the term, but the most high has a sign that all of us, this is why birds know when to fly to Capistrano. This is why fish know how to swim upstream. This is how animals, herds of animals know how to migrate from north to south. It's it, But theirs are more locked into the universal things that God directs them to. But we are too, that God just blessed us with a mind that adds intelligence. And sometimes we think we are God-like in our attitudes toward other people, not understanding that we all have a special time to come into this world and a special time to leave this world. There are no exceptions. That's why I'm so happy. I wow. It's weird. Well, it's fascinating because as I'm listening to you, I'm like, well, I actually started my podcast October 15th of last year. Yeah. And notice it was in October, one of your power months. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so your daughter, your daughter's birthday is when? I have three daughters. One was born October 10th, 1990. But notice there's October again. See? The okay. Second one. Then I have August 17th, 2003 and January 6th, 2000. Really? So that meant that she was conceived around late April going into May. And then if you look at the year and look at the father of your children, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So with the case of your daughter, this January the 6th, that's the one that's very pragmatic. She's an earth sign with an earth number, which means she's very pragmatic. If you look at your daughter that's born on August the 17th, if memory serves me, she is a fire sign with an earth number on the same day as Mae West, the famous actress, and uh, Robert De Niro and a couple other people. Then if you look at your third daughter, if memory serves me, you said she is born October the 15th. Am I no, correct? 10. October 10th. She's 10, born October 10, the 15th, you said you're? The 10th, the 10th. So that means that of all the daughters, that's the headstrong one. That's oh, yeah. The one that's, that's the one that's going to take charge. That's the one that's, okay, that's the one of all the daughters, that's the one you don't have to worry about when she's dating guys because she'll say, you know, my mother says she don't like you and I don't like you either, okay? So she is not afraid to speak her truth. Every single one of us bring to this world a uniqueness that makes us who we are. And so I don't get it why we go bonkers because I don't like mayonnaise and you do. It's no big deal. I know, right? And to me, my concept is and connecting to this, the higher self, universe, uh, greater intelligence, divine source. You want to call it God. You want to call it Tao. It's yeah. just, it, it is in mm -hmm. me. It's in you. We all are divine spiritual beings sexual beings inside a human being yes this is what i'm saying if one was to be taught the real biological process of what gets each and every one of us here i would think we would be more appreciative of each other mm -hmm. it doesn't matter to me what color what gender what race you, and, are, uh, the you are the divine essence of yes. a God. Yes, we are. In a human form. Yeah. And I treat everybody with respect and love. Now, you're going to have some knuckleheads in this world. That's whatever that is, okay? 
that's unfortunate. But if we all had this universal love, now people say, oh, Lloyd's being Pollyanna, that guy's silly, you know what I'm saying? But think about it a minute. So as I tell my children, if you are dangling from the cliff of life, does it really matter whether that person is tall or short, fat or skinny, black or white, rich or poor? You want to get your butt off the cliff. And you never know who might be the person to help you in that way. So we close a lot of opportunities because of our narrowness of mind and this and that. And, and we got to think one is better than the other, but in the we are all the same is what we bring to the contribution of humanity that makes us who we are. So that's my philosophy. That's why I'm happy. But, you know, there are going to be some people that, you know, misery love company. So why should you and I be happy when we can waddle in the misery together? But it's unfortunate, but it doesn't bother me. I just look at him like, you know, like, <laughs> why are you so miserable? <laughs> There's so much more to life than. And it lowers the immune system. It, I mean, it, it, it doesn't release the kind of endorphins and other things to motivate you to live, to be happy. But when you hug a person, you love a person, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's, there's a wonder. They will even tell you a baby that's two years old, that's never been touched, never been hugged, never been loved, never grows up to be normal. That's amazing when you think about it. When you think about it, something as simple as being hugged and loved and and touched and whatnot. So, you know, anyway. And love is inside us. Yes. We're taught that there's conditional love. It's outside. When in honesty, we already have it. We are love. Yes. And it's yes. inside us. And you got to experience it from within. Yeah, love has to start with inside. And it took me a while to love myself. I'm going to be honest. But once I love myself, I would not want to be another person on the planet. Because first of all, I can't be anyway. So yeah, who you are, uh, you don't have a choice. And once you do, you you're you're happier. You have a reason to live. Uh, um, the principles are simple to me. It took me a while though to master them. See, now I can talk in the wisdom that I did not have when I was a much younger person. Because when you're young, you think you know everything. You know, at 11, I thought my mother and father had sex three times. That was to get me here, my brother, my sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Little things like that. So you learn. You learn as you grow. You learn through experiences that, you know, that's all. That's all it is. So let me ask you, Lloyd. And I know, like, with our letters and our name, because mine's Kimberly, L-E-Y, and then Anne mm -hmm. Chapman. And there's... Letters and are I guess you could say the alphabet, the letters in our names also represents numbers as well. That's exactly right. So let me explain it this way. From the birthday you have, the month, the day, and the year, that's like the pupil, what you're here to learn. When the you know what hits the fan, you're however denote your natural talents, gifts, skills, and abilities. Now there are two schools of thoughts here in the West. The more popular school is the Pythagorean system that goes from one to nine. So in my course, my online course and in my books, that's the one I put emphasis on. But and so then there is the other system that goes from one to eight. This is called the Chaldean or Chaldean, all depends on how people want to pronounce it. So you have the one to nine method, the one to eight method, which is better. Well, 
the Chaldean system is older. With the Pythagoras, they call it modern numerology. With the Chaldean, they call it mystic numerology. So if you look at it, and but each of them serve a purpose. And so once you transpose the letters of their name into numbers, it tells a lot about person. It tells one who you are, who you who is attracted to you, because your name not only indicates your talents, gifts, skills, and abilities, but your occupational clues, your way of thinking in terms of points of reference, and also the persons that are drawn to you. So the Pythagorean school says you must take the name that you are given at birth. So let's say you have um, that Chapman may have been the married name, but you had a maiden name and then you had a middle name. So the theory is where well, you take that. Well, my thing is I've noticed that if you were just born like today and you're given that name, then I would take the whole name that's given because that tells me what you come here for. But by the time we reach adulthood, we know what kind of name we want to be addressed as. I have a friend who made a death oath to never ever reveal his first name. He only gives his second name, which he now has put in the first position. I like the Chaldean system because it says you take the name you're most known by, okay? So Cary Grant, the famous actor, was known as Archibald Leach, okay? And you, so you have a lot of names that these celebrities have, but if you look at the backstories to their original name, one doesn't match the other at all but it guides us. And in fact, I have a book in my, my vast collections of numerology books, uh, the, it's called The Incredible Dr. Matrix. This numerologist, when he wanted to be a lawyer, he would change his name to project that be, being a lawyer. If he wanted to be an artist, he would reflect more the emotional numbers of the twos, the threes, and the sixes. So each number serves a purpose, you know? So the name is very important. Even Shakespeare says, what's in a name? The response is, everything. Wow. So my mother went Kimberly, L-E-Y, Ann, A-N-N, Chapman is my birth name. This is the name she gave me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I got married twice, changed my name, but I always kept, you know, my C for Chapman. And then my, but then once my second divorce, I'm like, I'm going back to my maiden name. Now, I have a question. Do people short and, you know, people are lazy. You may be born Kimberly, but did they call you Kim, for example? So they ask me, do you go by Kim or Kimberly? And I'm like, Kimberly. Well, it's interesting because if you go by Kim under the Chaldean system, for example, that would add up to a seven. So that would attract anybody under the sign of Cancer or Pisces or people born on a date that adds up to two or seven. If you go under Kim under the Pythagorean system, which is the one to nine method, that would go up to 15 and one plus five is six, which that would attract Tauruses, Librans, and anybody born on the 6th, the 15th, or the 24th. So the see, the name can change for marital reasons, spiritual reasons, I sometimes say, you know, aliases or whatever. The, the birthday, the only thing you can do about the birthday is fib about it. That's it. But the name can be changed and altered. There's a certain religious group when a person, when the person is close to death, they will actually change the person's name in hopes of extending the life of that individual. So every ethnicity have their own philosophy about religion and the power of their name. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so if you look at the, um, uh, even in the Bible, and it's interesting about the Bible and people will chastise me what I do. I tell them to go to the Old Testament. The fourth book of Moses is called the book of Numbers. I didn't write it, thank you. Where God instructed Moses on the second day of the second month to name the armies by their name and their pope. So when they talk about the 12 tribes of Israel, each of them are assigned numbers to that particular tribe of Israel. You see what I'm saying? So numbers are very important. And when I tell people the Bible is a numerology book, some gets offended, but you can't tell me if I say Psalm 23 verses two to four, I'm talking numbers. How are they gonna find it without a number reference? So it is a numerology book, but people get a little touchy or sensitive about it. So you know what you're gonna do. But yeah, they, because they're stuck in the program. They're stuck in the past. Yeah. They yeah. only knew the truth. Yes, yes. And but there are some that are ready to hear the truth because it's in their soul. Their soul mm -hmm. is getting mm -hmm. their attention. And you know, we're at a time now, I feel that it you're gone it's it's gonna be forced upon you to get like yeah. awake and i'd rather i'm gonna wake now kind of thing i don't I want to be forced to wake you up it's to their advantage that's why they said you either learn the easy way or you learn the hard way learning the easiest way is much much better than learning the hard way through experiences through trauma through setbacks through a loss of a, a loved one or something like that where you start raising your consciousness so for people who can raise their consciousness now, <clears throat> it only makes their life easier, more insightful, more powerful. You're more happier and healthier, uh, wealthier, not in a money sense, but wealthier in the sense that it releases all those good endorphins and other things that makes us feel good about ourselves, like falling in love for the first time or things of that nature. Those things never go away. They're inside of us but we leave them dormant. It's like being on a bike and you haven't ridden a bike, you put the bike away and you forget how to ride a bike. But then when you pull out the bike, at first it's wobbly, but then you get back into the rhythm very soon. Yes, I agree. So do you have any upcoming <clears throat> workshops or anything well, that you share? You have. I have a free monthly newsletter. They can go to my website, lloyd-strayhorn.com. That's L-L-O-Y-D dash straight one s-t-r-a-y-h-o-r-n.com lloyd dash straight one.com just so they can sign up get a free monthly newsletter <clears throat> then i have when you go further down i have where you can sign up for my online courses one is called learn from lloyd how to read a person like a book the other is learn from lloyd the next step in numerology both of them are online courses that go at your own pace some people walk faster than others some people do this. Everybody's got their own rate. Upon completion, you get a certification. Uh, my course is now in 65 countries. I have 2,600 students translated into 23 languages, which shows you the universality of this metaphysical art called numerology. And I've written books. This is my first book. This is the Bible right here. <clears throat> then to my online course, this is the one that helps get people get an understanding of <clears throat> Lloyd's Book of Numbers workbook for relationships. This is Lloyd's Book of Numbers, the relationship guide, a cosmic blueprint to happiness and joy. And then <clears throat> this is Lloyd's Book of Numbers, 
a numerology guide for the 21st century and beyond. All these books are available on Amazon. I encourage whether they buy my books or other books or King Simon's books to learn about this, to learn how numbers guide us. And trust me, everything we do are guided by numbers. Do you think a woman during the upcoming Thanksgiving is going to leave a turkey in an oven and come back four or five days later and expect that turkey to still be there? Really? You think so? Okay. I mean, you know, so we use some common sense up in here. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's, I think, the biggest issue of human beings is where did common sense go? Out the window, obviously. Out yes. The window. And, it's so and I just like break my head sometimes. I'm like, really? Yeah. What were you thinking? Apparently, you aren't thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the way I tell my children, the way I tell my audience, you either think for yourself or somebody will do your thinking for you. Because the one thing about the creator, he gave all of us a mind to think. Mm -hmm. So that's why everybody's not going to agree on the same thing. Because you got a a philosophy about one thing and I have a philosophy about the other. Why should I dislike you? That's what makes you who you are, Kimberly Chapman. That's what makes Lloyd Strayhorn who he is. That's why I said we can accept all the variety and different colors of flowers and dogs and birds and cats. But then when we're made in God's highest image, human beings, we just simply go bonkers. I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and here's what I've I've become to realize in in self-realization, self-discovery, and, you know, understanding more now. It's we are all gods and just different shapes, sizes, and forms. Yeah. being God, it doesn't matter. It just be the best version of you. Yes. And there will be people who are looking at this show and thinking that those two are the most naive human beings on the planet. I don't think so. No. No, so. And it's like, why? I had to change my belief system, I had to change the programming. I had to heal from the emotional energetic traumas that not only I experienced, but has been passed down. That's why I recognized, oh my gosh, I see a pattern. I see a cycle. This goes down to my ancestry line. I want the puck to stop here. This stops with me because I am not going to allow it to affect my children. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like my future generations, because the future generations is what we're here to do to help them lift up to make help change the world and humanity and the planet that we live on. Yeah, it's it's certainly true, Kimberly. It is certainly true. So all I'm doing everything in my power that I know I could do to set the platform for the future generation. Yeah, yeah. And I think with my philosophy, there's very few people I haven't met because I approach them as human beings. It's not about their lifestyles. It's not the choices that they choose. They are human beings. And I've read people who are straight, lesbian, gay, transgender. I do. It is not my job to judge. The man upstairs does that. Everybody that comes to me, I treat as a human being. And that's, that's my point. Of, and we all have, I don't care what choices of lifestyle we make. We all have emotions. We all have feelings. We all have goals and doubts and fears and hopes and dreams and wishes. These are universal. 
these are universal, Kimberly. <clears throat> and so I treat everybody the same. I'll say good morning. I remember I was out of town. I said good morning. Somebody stepped on the elevator. You swore, slapped his mother. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was, and it was just a simple act of common human courtesy one to another. But you never know when we're going to need each other. You never, never know. And there's a reason why God does what he does. <clears throat> so I appreciate all the shapes, sizes, colors that humanity comes in, like all the different flowers and the different color dogs and the different color cats and the different color horses and everything different, except when it comes to its highest form, humanity. Then we, we just seem to go bonkers. I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you're gonna have an aha moment like I have. <laughs> like, oh, yes, that's yes, what yes. Casey was talking yeah. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's it's nice, and I can't thank you enough for even having me on. It's it's nice. It's it's nice, and uh, but I do have a show if you don't mind every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Monday and Wednesday. I haven't why because. Those are my best days, like your best days, right? Mm -hmm. And I have it at seven o'clock because seven is my number. All righty. So it's live with Lloyd every Monday and Wednesday that can be seen on Facebook and or YouTube. And I'm just getting started. I use the same platform you do, except you can tell I am a newbie. Okay. <laughs> I Because, you know, I did a show last week and I'm talking for an hour with the guests and I forgot to turn on go live. Okay. So, yeah, so I had to have her back on this Monday and I had to go before the public and say, listen, I dropped the ball. That's one thing about me too. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to apologize if I make a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know where, why people have a problem with that. We can give ourselves praises, but then, you know, we're going to make boo-boos. We all make boo-boos. Yeah. It's that an experience. That's it. It's a part of our humanity. So I got in, I did three minutes like, okay, guys, you'll never believe, I forgot to put on the go live button, but it happens. But the, the wind up being Monday that was better than it was the Wednesday before. So, you know, all these are lessons that we learn. These are all lessons that we learn. Yes, so and I would love to help you with your intro. Create yes, an intro we're, we're gonna you. talk later on if you don't mind, okay? I do not mind at all. I'm here to guide and help you as well. Good, 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 good. Thank so, you again, Lloyd, for thank you. Love you very much, Kimberly. Love you very much. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I love you too. I, I just yeah. like expanded my family. <laughs> I just, ah, so happy and grateful. And, and listen, anytime you want me back on, it'd be good. There may be some people that want to give birthdays. We'll go through that. I'll explain much more about the aspects of numerology because it's a very in-depth subject. You know, and that's what got me caught up. You know, I says the numbers go from one to nine. I got 10 fingers. Okay. I got this. Man, that thing got a hold of me. And I have been on a mission ever since. So it's wow. I love your journey. And thank, thank you. you for stepping in to your gifts and, and your talent and just being the best version of you, Lloyd. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise, I'm enjoying you and I can feel people and you, we, you are my new best friend. I'll put it like that. <laughs> I'm glad and I'm happy and, and very honored. Thank you. Me too. Me too. In the meantime, you say beautiful, which is easy for you. And mm -hmm. I look forward whenever you want to have me back. 
considered an open invitation. You can't Absolutely. find somebody, you need somebody, pick up the phone and call me. Uh, well, I, I have something just came to mind. I, I, I felt it when you started speaking. I'm like, oh, I need to talk to him later. So I'm just going to keep everybody in suspense of what's. And we created. are going to have our suspenseful talk and bring it to the surface later. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks again, Lloyd. Really, thank you so much. You take good care of yourself. And one day I need to come your way and see some of the things you're talking about. Absolutely. It'll be an honor and a pleasure. Okay. Okay. Bless you, Kim. Bless, Bless you. Mwah. Mwah. Well, there you go. That was very insightful. And yeah, we're connected with numbers. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, we have numbers in our body. Hmm. Something to think about. Once again, you never know who I'm going to get on my show. This is Wake Up With KC. Stay tuned for the next episode. Do you agree that, you know, it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? I've been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs>